Hello, and welcome to the Royal Hour Podcast, hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx. Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics. From entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced. From dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled. All from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy, Prince Onyx. What's motherfucking good? Anyways, so, child, look, them last two episodes, I told y'all it was getting spicy and I had to get a little busy on a bitch. But let the record show that that will be about just about the last fucking time I address them bitches right there because I know what needs to be done. And that's it, that's all, you know. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and dive in, dive right on in, and curve over to the segment today. So, it was Friday, December 10th. I had an edible. It was a liquid edible. Um, it was some lemonade. And all of a sudden, I had an epiphany. And this epiphany couldn't have came at a better time. The epiphany was basically... I finally understood why it is that I have this job that I have that, yeah, you know, it has this issues, but to be honest with you, it's an easy thing. You know, I'm on unarmed security. I do two patrols. That's it. That's all. I have the weekends off Monday through Friday, you know, and yeah, it's just shit, man. This because, again, I have no script, just to let y'all know. So whenever I'm taking, like, dramatic pauses and shit, or if I'm saying um too much, which I really have been doing better on not saying that as much, dead ass, like, it's just me really thinking and processing everything. Because that epiphany really hit me as to why I have this job. And it's for a reason. Nothing with me is ever by coincidence. It's by design. This is to show me what I don't want to end up as, which is like a lot of these, the lead officers who I've worked with, who are so disgruntled they're so miserable they're so so dusty and crusty but they're just so miserable and full of jealous and jealousy and envious uh, envious energy and these Jezebel spirits and this jealous spirit and they just want to destroy me by any means necessary and it's like you know what you can't destroy what you did not touch or or or, or ordain let me say that again you cannot touch what you did not touch in other words, you cannot touch what you didn't bless or ordain, which is another way of saying blessed. And that's what I am. As someone that is anointed, I'm blessed and I'm ordained. I'm all of the, of the things above. I'm every nigga. It's all in me. I'm every nigga. It's all in me. Anything you want from baby. Bitch, you cannot touch this. Can't touch this. Dun, dun. You can't touch this. You can't. And so now that I've realized that, I can feel it in my spirit that my ancestors and God are opening up a path for me, a path where I will be able to leave this job, but not when I want to, because I did have a reading a while back, uh, actually at the start of this week on December 13th, I had a reading and one of the cards that was pulled said no to some whatever decision I was thinking about and I knew exactly what the decision was so to my ancestors shout out to y'all but also god damn it but clearly it's for a reason you know I mean in this world that we are in now where everything is so topsy-turvy you just want to make sure you're making the right moves and you want to be calculated and strategic so what I have to say to anybody out there who fuck it To any young boy, any young black boy who is coming into himself and his sexuality and his identity, you know, I want to let you know right now that don't give up. Don't give in to what people are saying about you, the bullies, even the bullies in your home and in your family. Don't give in to what they, their ignorance. Don't give in to their projections on you. Don't give in to their insecurities and everything that they want to put on you because you didn't live up to their standard or their dream or their ideology or idea of what you should have been or could have been 
fuck them. In the words of Terry from Soul Food, fuck the family. And sometimes you have to have that mentality, y'all. Sometimes you have to have that mentality to just say, fuck y'all. Because you know what? What I what I fucked up on, and I'm just saying this as a creative, what I fucked up on, and even for people who are you know, going to school to be a lawyer or an engineer or a doctor or whatever, stop looking for support from your family because nine times out of 10, they ain't never really truly gonna support you. And really, shit, I mean, at least not for me as an artist, someone who's creative. Oh, excuse me, damn, sorry, y'all had ate a little earlier. <laughs> but they definitely haven't been as supportive as they could have been. And they're going to, especially my mother, as much as we, we have a very interesting relationship, me and her, like, I'm not going to say we're all the way good. It's just, yeah, that's a whole other conversation in and of itself. I love my mom, I do. It's just that, you know, she has her... Her, tend- her homophobic tendencies at times like she that's a whole nother conversation however she has supported me but she knew she knows that she could have done more and it's the bare it's, it's more than the bare minimum you know what I'm saying but again I've stopped looking for support from them because it's like there's no point in looking for support from people who just don't have it in them because nobody supported them you can't do something for your child that you weren't taught so be willing to forgive your parents for their fuck ups, but don't do it because you want to don't do it on their behalf or for their benefit. You're forgiving them for yourself. Always remember that. So, again, don't give in to the hearsay. Don't give in to the negativity, even the negative speak on yourself. Don't give in to that. Don't give in to that. I'm telling you all right now, do not give in to that. Don't. And it's easier said than done. Trust me, it's easier said than done because there have been times where I have given into the negative hearsay and speaks, speak and speech of others and their projections onto me because of the people that I was around and even my own goddamn self to where now I have to make sure that I'm talking positively of myself instead of saying stuff like, oh, I feel like crap or I feel like shit. No, I'm just tired or I'm sleepy. Why do I have to automatically speak bad on myself? You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, I'm a broke bitch. No, I'm not broke. I'm doing well. I'm doing way better than most folks. So you have to, again, you have to, again, be willing to it's a constant decision and a constant a conscious choice to speak positive over yourself and it's not easy it's not a walk in the park but you have to make that decision you have to speak highly of yourself i am a loving person all the love that i will ever need is within me and that is where it starts you have to do the introspective you have to do the shadow work you have to really look inward and know that you have to love yourself versus trying to look outwardly stop looking outwardly and look inwardly you know look inwardly and look for that love versus trying to look for it outwardly and then you're trying to find you end up finding love quote-unquote in the wrong places you end up finding love quote-unquote in the wrong partners you end up finding love quote-unquote in the wrong group of friends you know a person's friends says a lot about them the person who you sleep with or who you lay with who you love whatever that says a lot about you so you have to be mindful of everything that you do and everything that you are saying about yourself you have to be aware of that because that is a form of power you know not the saying is knowledge is power that is on all sides you have to have that knowledge of self have enough knowledge about yourself to know what your triggers are have enough knowledge about yourself to know what you're like when you are dating someone or when you're you know when you are in love or when you're simply infatuated but you may think that it's love but it's just an infatuation that could could become love but know what it's like to you know take yourself out know what it's like to you know just just be with you be beside yourself even if it takes you a little bit longer to have love you know what i'm saying i can say for me at the age of 26 you know, I, from that dream I had that I talked about earlier uh, in this in this season of the podcast, I was about to say series, which it is a series, but in the season of this podcast, the dream I had where I spoke with my higher self, he was at the age of 31, which was very significant. So I say that to say that sometimes, you know, you ain't going to find everything or all the answers in your 20s. It may happen in your 30s or hell, for some people, it may happen in their 40s and hell, for some people, it may not never happen. And I don't want any of that anything any, that to happen to any of y'all. I want everybody to find love. Trust and believe me. Um, but you have to do you have to be willing to do the work on yourself first. And then another thing is from a spiritual perspective is stop trying to be everybody's healer. Stop trying to be everybody's counselor. Because you can't 
You can't do that. They have to heal themselves. They have to counsel themselves. They have to seek counseling themselves. Hell, even myself, I am going to get into therapy as soon as possible. I'm going to enroll myself in therapy and, you know, it may be for a few months, you know, it may be for the whole year, next year, who knows, but I'm going to swallow my pride. Not that I was ever like against therapy. I'm definitely very pro therapy, but I'm going to do that for me because yeah, it, it helps to, it helps to combat the psyche, the inner psyche and the inner workings of one's psyche and your subconscious. And I can say that for me, yeah, therapy is definitely going to help to keep me in check and in tune because last thing I want for myself or for any of my listeners out there who find themselves having anger issues and depression is for us to harm ourselves or harm someone else and end up in jail or prison, you know? And I say that because my 12th house is in, you know, Saturn is in my 12th house and the 12th house, well, Saturn in the 12th house, you know, governs places like hospitals, jails, prisons, and rehabs. So, you know, I don't want that for me so I'm going to do what I can that is necessary you know so again going back to my epiphany from early on this epiphany really helped because it just made me look at things from a different perspective but it also made me very appreciative of my purpose here because I'm here for a purpose just like you you're you are where you're at for a purpose things will get better even if they feel like they're not Things will get better. I want to let you know that from the bottom of my heart. Things will get better. You just have to weather the storm first. And don't look at it as, oh, I'm going through this. Look at it as I'm growing through this. And that's something else I learned from my reading uh, recently is that instead of saying, why is this happening to me? Ask yourself, why not? Why not me? Because there's someone else right now who could be in your shoes and would crack under pressure. There's somebody else right now who... (laughs) They could be in your shoes and they would they would never learn the lessons that you are learning. Be kinder to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself enough grace to be in look and look looking inwardly is helping to build up your interdependence. Because the last thing you want to do in this society or in this world is be clingy and be codependent. You don't want to be codependent on your friends. You don't want to be codependent on your your partner. You don't want to be codependent on anybody. Let's undo what has been done and put on to our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, our aunts and uncles, who till this day are still trying to overcome all the stuff that they have been through. Because the truth of the matter is, y'all, civil rights didn't, we're not that far from civil rights and civil rights isn't that far behind from the uh, from the reconstruction and reconstruction isn't that far behind from slavery you see what i'm saying we we are not that far behind from the history that, of what has happened to our people for anybody out there who wants to say oh get over it did it at our bitch you get over it. now see if we say what you what, what y'all need to get over then we're wrong so no don't you ever let anybody tell you to get over something that you know you have not fully processed But in the same breath, don't let that darkness of what you have, you know, been through, don't let your trauma consume you. Don't let your trauma eat away at you and consume you to where you are running away from uh, from somebody who who actually wants to get to know you and actually be in your life. You're running away from your friends who actually care about you. And then you're running towards the fake friends who never gave a damn about you and just want to use you until there's nothing left. You're running away from yourself to the point where you're trying to become an influencer with no influence. You're trying to become an internet personality with no personality. You're trying to become things that just are not of you because not not of you or becoming of you because you in turn are not of this world. But yet here you are trying to be of this world due to your trauma, you know, and especially this 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 message goes out to those of you who have been molested those of you who have been sexually assaulted at a young age and don't know don't know who you are or whatever what have you please get therapy seek counseling please because you need to find yourself and see the value in yourself versus ending up as that person who's constantly running away from themselves don't be that guy or that boy that who grows into a man who's still running away from himself to where he will end up ghosting someone who actually wanted to get to know him and be with him and not on some oh i love me enough for the both of us type shit nah i like you and i lo- i love myself and i like you and that liking you will grow and turn into love loving you you know 
don't don't end up being that person that that you know becomes a serial dater to where you're you're going to happen from one relationship to the next you never give yourself a break because you're trying to fill some void within you don't become that charlatan or that harlot or that whore of babylon or that whore of gotham who's just fucking away the the depression who's just fucking away the anger who's just fucking away their feelings who's just fuck 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 and again trying to feel a void no pun intended but you're trying to feel yourself but you're still empty after after each sexual encounter. You're still empty. It's like an endless black hole, like a, a bottomless pit that just keeps going on and on and on. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. For the, for the ones, for the people who do care about you, and this is where your discernment has to come in, appreciate them and check in with them. Let them know how you're feeling. But also don't use your friends as your therapist they are your friends they're not your therapist they're not counselors they're not certified to they're not certified to have to handle your behavioral studies you know your behavioral science and makeup they're not they're not there for that they're there to be a listening ear and a shoulder to cry on and vice versa you for them but don't put everything on them be different be 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 different be willing to stand up on what you believe in and stand up in your truth and be willing to break generational curses. Be willing to say enough is enough. Be willing to be the difference. Be willing to be the difference. And with this epiphany that I've had and this reading that followed, it's a lot of things are coming into place for me, y'all. To where, again, I understand why I have this job and it doesn't mean I'm going to be stuck here forever. Like I said, the road is being open for me right now. There's a there's an opportunity that is waiting to line up with me at the right place, right time type of thing. And when it does, you best believe it'll be like like Willy Wonka and the Charlie and, and the Chocolate Factory. God damn it. I'm Charlie and I got the golden fucking tickets. OK, like I just I really want y'all to not give up. Don't give up on yourself just because everybody else has. Be the underdog that rises above and rises to the occasion, okay? Promise me that. But more importantly, promise yourself that. All right. Well, after that uh, rather emotional segment, we will be back after this brief message from our sponsor over at Black and Ugly, as always. Peace. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G., Black and Ugly as Ever, however. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow. And welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, I'm not sure how long this segment will be, but follow along with me, shall we? <clears throat> Let's talk about forgiveness of self and how oftentimes it is not the most easiest thing to do. I speak from personal experience this year with all that I've been through that I've shared with you all thus far. And this is just using them as an example, but the cokehead um, who I kept in my life for six years because I wanted to see, I kept seeing the good in her or trying to find the good in her when there was none I really had to forgive myself for that to where now I'm at a point where I am I'm just about making peace with the fact that hey you did what you did because again you thought that there was good in her but don't don't hold it against you forever, Arkir. 
Don't hold it against yourself forever because you didn't know. I was 20 years old when I met that woman, you know, and if I would have known what I knew now, yeah, I would have been done away with her, but I didn't because I just thought, you know, she wanted what was best for the production but and, and for me, but truth be told, she only wanted what was best for her. And that was to hang around me and my energy and my aura and to be the energy vampire, succubus, cokehead witch that she is. And so I've had to forgive myself for that. And it has not been easy. I had to forgive myself for the anger that I harbored towards my mother. You know, and again, I did that for myself and not for her because of the lack of support. Because now I'm damn near her fucking caretaker because of what she's dealing with with a severe, severe case of arthritis in her knees and just her body aches and everything. And it hurts seeing her on a walker. It hurts. It hurts having to hit. I cringe every time I hear that walker because my mother should not be going through this, especially not alone. But, you know, my father, who I'm now going to have to forgive myself for for seeing the trying to see the good in him and always sticking up for him because my father he he left me before he left my mother and what i mean by that is the moment this was years ago when i was like 12 13 when i got when the <laughs> when him and my mom looked at the computer history on the family computer and saw the porn that i was watching the gay porn and you know, I, I believe right then and there my father knew that his his only his only child, particularly his, specifically his only son, because between me, my older brother and older sister, we have uh, different fathers but the same mother. He knew that, yeah, our, your son's gay, your son's a faggot, your son's a fairy, your son's a sissy, and there's nothing you can do about that but to be angry. And... You know, it's just funny because my mom said that, like, because I'm gay, he's more protective of me. And it's like, well, he has a funny fucking way of showing it, you know, because we got into a fight earlier this year in May. I'm telling you, the month of May, from May on down to that last month, whew, that's when shit just went so topsy-turvy. From getting into a fight with my father to having a fallout with one of my homegirls that I patched things up with to, you know, meeting Tevin and then what happened with me and him and because of the cokehead and, and uh, that crazy nigga Joe and just, you know, every, hell, my production having to be halted and then just everything. It, you know, perception truly is key. Perception is truly key because I swear this year I, I, I believed everything was coming together. Only for it to be revealed that you know what here's a gl- here's here's another epiphany. God and my ancestors showed me a glimpse of what I could have: a good career, as far as my filmmaking, a good dedicated cast and crew. You know, a guy who is head over heels for you as you are for him, and he wants to be involved in your world, and you know you're willing to let him in early on because I'm telling y'all no other man outside of Tevin has ever been on my set well there was one guy but he really wasn't even on my set he was just my damn carpool that day any fucking way um he was just my ride any fucking way yeah Tevin was the only man to date that's been on my set like really seen the ins and outs the the, the makeup the costume the everything the acting the the dry runs the the blocking the everything the the behind the scenes to the filming to the you know parlay you know dance party after session everything and so having to again forgive myself for that and 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 just realizing that yes i am angry at my father and now it is time to process that anger and really think about it which again hey a nigga finna go to counseling soon and just discuss that with somebody who can understand it and for me you already know that counselor needs that therapist needs to be black and i prefer them to be lgbtq you know somebody who really fucking gets it and don't be a black lgbtq therapist but also be on some all lives matter shit no bitch i need you to be woke my nigga so let's let's i I need you to be be woke sir or ma'am or person of interest if you're non-binary i need you to be woke and understand what i am telling you about don't be like these non-black and or white counselors and therapists who cannot really relate to what it is that i have gone through and then try to gloss over it don't do that to me don't do that to me i not if i'm finna be paying however much i'm finna be paying don't fucking do that shit to me don't so 
Forgiving yourself is not going to be an easy process, ladies and gentlemen, and for my NBs out there. It's not going to be an easy process, but it must be done. Because in order to grow, that is a step of growth, is forgiving yourself for the decisions that you've made, forgiving yourself for the mistakes that you've made, forgiving yourself for the hiccups and the fuck-ups and everything from my dating life, having to forgive myself for so much of that. You know, from the the, the fucking from the STIs I've caught that were curable, of course, but from that to the, the ugly niggas I fucked to everything, the, the the guys who I thought liked me and really wanted to be with me, but they just wanted they really wanted nothing more than to fuck me and then fuck me over and break my heart. You know, only to then try to find another Arkir, which bitch you can't fucking replace me, but that just goes to show my impact to now realizing the power that I hold over these niggas, realizing the power that I have over these niggas, to just realizing that bitch I've always been in control. But I didn't know it because I wasn't aware and forgiving myself for being unaware. You know, now that I'm becoming aware, man, it's easy to spot motherfuckers and they bullshit. It's easy to tell when somebody is hiding their hand, but also showing you their hand in in a way where showing themselves and revealing themselves right in front of your face, right in front of your face. It's so easy. So again, forgiving yourself is a part of the journey in our life, whether you be a healer, a spiritualist, or what have you, you know, a conjurer, a root worker, a witch, or whatever the fuck, like whatever you end up identifying as spiritually held, even for the Christians and the Catholics and the Baptists and the the, the Episcopalians and all of that, the, the, everything out there, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself because if God can forgive you and your ancestors can forgive you, you have to also forgive you too. It can't just be them. You can't just have them forgive you when you haven't forgiven yourself. I've had to forgive myself for every so much, y'all, from, again, the cokehead bitch to even Crazy Joe and keeping his ass around and, you know, even forgiving myself for... Forgiving myself for falling in love too quick and too soon with Tevin to the point where... It was no longer, like, had me and him would have still been in each other's life right now, which is why, honestly, I'm really thankful that we were separated temporarily. But had we would have still been around, you know, in each other's life, I would have been constantly trying to save him when I can no longer try to save anybody but my goddamn self. I want y'all to hear that, my goddamn self. I cannot save him. I have to save myself. He has to save himself. Oh, and that goes for friends too, y'all. Your friends have to be able to save themselves and you have to save yourself. It's similar to what I discussed in episode four about pouring your own glass, pouring into yourself. You cannot play Captain Save-A-Ho. First off, you never should have been playing Captain Save-A-Ho at all. You should not. No, you save your, excuse me, you save yourself. Stop trying to save everybody else. There's, There's no point in in doing that because then what it becomes is when they end up not accepting what you're doing for them and they reject it you end up getting angry and then you start coming from a place of after everything that i've done for you bitch nobody asked you to do that no one asked you to do that but you did that you took i and i'm talking to myself at this point y'all arkir you did that shit he didn't ask you to save him he didn't fucking ask you to save him yes he told you his fucking story about what happened to him when he was a child on the first you know on y'all first meetup upon meeting each other when you just told him to just tell tell you tell you about himself you know he did that because guess what nigga you have a power inside of you to where you make these men comfortable enough to take off the mask that they're wearing not you know the physical one you know due to covid um even though we were inside so we were good but um take off the mask the facade of of who they who they're trying to be or who they're pretending to be when they go outside into this big, bad, chaotic world. You have to accept the fact that you have this power to make them vulnerable and to feel safe enough to be vulnerable with you. But you got to realize what comes with that is they realize that you haven't really told them hardly anything about your goddamn self. And I didn't. Not that I didn't want to, but it's just like I just wanted him to have a space, you know, and it, and it, and it was going to be it was you know what it was leaning towards that janaiko shit of oh i love me enough for the both of us nah fuck that i love myself i like you and that liking you and that infatuation will then turn into love not lust the lust is only for the sex part but outside of the sex part 
the love that I have for you, you're going to see it in full when the time comes. But right now you can't see it right now. I can't even see it or have it as much as I want to, because there's still some shit that needs to be fixed. My Saturn return is next year, you guys. And after that, I'm going to be so fucking powerful, the ultimate badass. So that's why I'm so glad I became self-aware. And I'm, and again, it comes with forgiving myself and being patient with myself and pacing myself. Because there are still some things that I need to change and fix about me. And I'm willing to put the work in. That's another thing. You got to be willing to put the work in. See, a lot of these fake spiritualists and guru, fake gas gurus and self-proclaimed gurus and all this other shit, they ain't going to tell y'all the real tea on shadow work. They're going to try to make shadow work seem like this little funny TikTok skit when no, in reality, shadow work is gritty. Shadow work is grimy. Shadow work is some, is the, is the, the fucking 12th to 13th circle of hell that don't even fucking exist, but goddamn, it feels like it does. Because that is when you are holding that mirror up to yourself and you're realizing, all right, I need to accept the not just the good parts about me. I got to accept the bad and the ugly, too. The holy trinity, if you will. I have to have to acknowledge this trifecta, this pyramid of myself. I have to acknowledge it from the top to the middle to the bottom or vice versa. I have to accept it all. I can't just forego the, the bad and ugly parts of me just to be like, oh, well, I ain't got nothing wrong with me. No, and, and not saying that there's anything wrong with me, but like, oh, I don't have anything to fix. No, there's always something to fix. And you have to accept that there's always something to fix. You cannot pretend like there's not. You can't. If you find yourself always falling in love so fast with somebody, I've had to ask myself, damn, why do I do that? because I'm afraid of like losing them. Here's the thing. If I lose them, guess what? Like a boomerang, they gonna come back. And I'm telling y'all, listen, it's a guy recently who done popped back up after being, he's another motherfucker who ghosted me. And you know, of course it's the, excuse, I ain't even gonna say, ex- nah, fuck it, excuse, but it's the reality of, all right, you're dealing, you, you were dealing with some depression. And instead of you communicating that, you know, and again, I didn't even take it out on him because it was just like, dude, look, if anything, you're just going to be a jump off. I'm going to just keep it a buck, y'all. Nigga, just going to be a jump off. Like, we just going to, we going to be friends with benefits. Just fuck around. da 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 Wham, bam. Thank you, sir. Keep the fuck moving. Like, and, and friends with benefits in the, in, in the sense where there's going to be a foundation of us actually being friends. It ain't just going to be us on some sneaky link shit because I swear I hate this. I hate this sneaky link hookup culture bullshit because it's that's a whole nother conversation but i'm acknowledging that that it's like yo this ain't really gonna last with you but hey let's let's see let's see what it's hidden for you know because I, I right now i as much as i would love to date i can't really get too invested in none of y'all i can't and i refuse because getting invested in y'all is a lot and i ain't got time to do that you know who i do have time to get invested into Ark here oh you know who what time what you know who i do need to get invested into prince onyx that's who i gotta get get invested into is myself not you not you not you or you with the tims okay hi nice to meet you my name ain't them i i don't drive a caddy but i'm sudden like something like a pimp strutting with a diddy bop looking something like a limp i clinked uh, looking something like a limp i clinked up my money now i'm filthy fucking rich bitch anyway word to remy ma but anti fucking way <laughs> anti fucking way that's who i got time for is pouring back into myself and seeing what the fuck i like to do what foods I like to try, what restaurants I like to go to, what movies I like to see, just pouring into myself, not giving a damn what anybody else has to do, say, or think about it. So again, y'all, when you start forgiving yourself, your heart is less heavy. When you start forgiving yourself, your mind is less heavy. You're less stressed when you start forgiving yourself, but you gotta be willing to put in the what? The work. You got to be willing to put in the work in order to get to that point and stop looking at it as, oh, damn, I got to climb this mountain, that mountain, that mountain. Start with the first mountain. Start from the bottom and work your way up. And when you get to the top, don't think that that's the only thing you're going to overcome. And again, don't get upset because of the other mountains that are there. It's supposed to happen. It's a part of the journey. Be willing to forgive yourself, guys. And girls, ladies and gentlemen, and to my MB folks out there and my trans folks out there, be willing to forgive yourself. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, gloom, despair, and doubt, you shall fear no evil. God is with you as well as your ancestors. They walk beside you, in front of you, and behind you, and they're never going to go anywhere. 
you are in the, the, the master and the mistress, the, the hero, the heroine of your destiny. You control it. You control everything around you. You just got to find that peace within. Fucking the mental while you're stroking the soul. That's what you call fucking self-control. That's word to JP, a.k.a. Jungle Pussy. You have to find that self-control within. Find that inner peace within. And 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 you have to you have to want it. You have to want it. You have to want it so much that you dream about it, you breathe it, you eat it, you sleep, you eat, dream, sleep, and shit that shit. <laughs> you have to want it. Want it like you like want it like your ancestors who were working in the fucking fields and need and and wanted a simple drink of water. But were denied that and oftentimes ended up dying of hydration of dehydration. You have to want it, just like our forefathers who and our ancestors who wanted civil rights and, and to be free from the restrictions and the bullshit. Even though we, as their descendants, are still dealing with a lot of bullshit today, like the, you have to want it just like those who did the Montgomery bus boycott. You got to want it like those who, who made it to where they had to desegregate theaters and schools and towns and all that. You got to want, even though that shit really didn't help us, but that's a whole nother conversation. Y'all Y'all know me. I'm going to have to call the shit out, but I'm really on a roll. You have to want it. You got to want it. So again, forgive yourself, not for others, but for yourself. And you will thank you. That teenage version of you, he's gonna, he, she, or they will thank you. The little kid version of you is going to thank you and love on that inner child. Because right now, that inner, a lot of us, our inner childs, our inner, the inner child within us, their inner teen within us is just looking for somebody to say, I love you and it's okay, I forgive you. And you gotta be willing to say that to yourself. I know it, it hurts so much. It hurts so much to have to do that because you feel like in a way you failed yourself but you didn't you didn't fail yourself you you just didn't know you didn't know like i y'all i have to i have every day i am forgiving myself for the mistakes i've made cuz i had so much good and because i didn't protect i didn't do my protection work because i didn't protect the ones around me because I didn't protect my heart because I let my guard down because again when you're around the wrong people or got the wrong people around you when you got some snakes around you or some some people who are walking around in sheep's clothing or some demons who are walking around in human flesh you you yeah you're gonna beat yourself up for a minute but again I y'all I caught the shit at 26 instead of 56 46 66 76 I caught the shit now to where I'm putting an end to it and I'm showing people better than I can tell them don't you ever fuck with me not when I've done so much for myself but for you too and not on some oh after all I've done shit no this is on some hey I care but the problem but the problem with me is y'all is that I've overcared and I want y'all to realize that when you find yourself doing more for people than they're doing for you stop that right away cut that shit off and start doing for you doing more for you than you've been doing for them and then we'll see you will see who your real friends are when they can no longer use you when a motherfucker can't use you anymore oh baby you will see their true colors you're gonna see their true colors when a motherfucker can't use you no more because they know that you get down and you like to get crunk and you turn up and you go from zero to a million or you go from you put 20 on 10 like you at a damn bp gas station yeah bitch they when you can't when they can't use you no more oh hallelujah you gonna see the the their, their true colors they're gonna call you everything in the book they're gonna try to gaslight you like a damn gas station they're gonna try to gaslight you like a goddamn kite with the little flame uh, under it and i think that's a vietnamese or korean tradition that you throw up in the you know you lift off into the sky they're gonna try to gaslight you but don't let them see that gaslighter spirit is <laughs> just as dangerous as that of the Jezebel spirit, the incubus and succubus spirit, the assassin spirit, the egotist, the toxic egotistical spirit. And you even have to forgive yourself from a, you even, and you even got to work with your ego when it comes to forgiving yourself because your ego will have you like, oh my God, why is all this happening to me? And da, 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 da. you got to be like, hey, it's 
Why not you? And it's not what you're going through. It's what you're growing through. It's a part of the process, baby. You got to trust that. You have to trust that. And you got to honor that. And you got to feel that shit. And be okay with feeling that. You know? You got to be okay with feeling that. So. I'm telling y'all, after them last two episodes, y'all, I'm really choosing to just be a little, and after the reading that I have, that I had, I'm really choosing to be a bit more peaceful. Don't get me wrong, I'm still going to turn up when necessary, but I'm choosing to be a bit more peaceful because spirit really put it on my heart to talk to the, the, there, there could literally be another Arkir out there right now who's in his teens, going through so much like I was, trying to find himself and figure himself out. And I want to help him because I want to, I am helping myself and the inner child within me who needs it the most. So I'm telling y'all, man, this, this episode, we're going to get deep. We're going to get spiritual. We're going to have our funny moments here and there because I may have some surprises for y'all, but Hey, let me make sure that I'm doing right and doing what's necessary. Let me use this powerful tongue of mine to uplift instead of tearing down for once, you know? Can you feel me? Hallelujah if you feel me. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the notorious B.I.G. Black and ugly as ever, however. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow. Alrighty, alrighty, everybody. Hey, 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 it's your good guy here, Prince Onyx, and I am back. Welcome back, you guys, because I am back. But are you guys back? I pray y'all are. I'm pretty sure you are. But welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast. So, as I stated before, which I'm pretty sure I have, but I'll say it again anyway. For this episode, you guys are really getting a more calmer Onyx, just because, I'll be honest with y'all, I I am a little dis... Mm-mm. Fuck it. This is transparency. I'm a little disgusted with episodes four and five, not because they weren't good, but just the fact that I really, once again, like gave airtime to people who really don't mean a goddamn thing in my life. However, I understand that that was a form of releasing for me. And I've noticed since I've released those two episodes that I am more calmer about fuck it i'll say their names because i'm not scared of these motherfuckers i'm more calmer about a person like crazy joe or the cokehead and that's about it um and i know chad because i know y'all have been rocking with me since episode one chad i've been you know i love tapping but after that them two episodes jesus christ y'all probably think i hate that boy no i don't it's just i had to get, i had to get my anger off on him as well because i'm not about to keep carrying that around it's like yes i'm angry at the fact that shit you know happened how it happened but look i still got niggas who for whatever reason they keep flocking back to me but because they are so afraid these a lot of these niggas are damn near afraid of their own shadow you know they flock back to me and now that i'm recognizing my power i literally fuck it i literally just toy with these niggas i just see how long they finna be around until you know i text them one day or we're talking next thing you know i get left on red or they just stop responding and i don't even get upset I don't even get upset anymore because it's just like, you know what, whatever you're going through, you're going to figure it out. It's not for me to figure it out for you, though. And that leads me to the next topic. And I was battling myself on, damn, what the fuck am I going to talk about? But my next topic right now, maybe brief, but we'll see how far I go, is recognizing patterns. 
And for me, I've had to recognize a pattern in my dating life in particular, even with my friends, certain for damn near a lot of friendships, but certain uh, cer- with certain friendships, but with my dating life in particular is that damn near almost every guy from the man who I shared my from the dude I, who I shared my virginity with, because that nigga wasn't a man. He was he was a boy trapped in a man's body like he was grown. You know what I'm saying? We were of age physically but mentally and emotionally he's still trapped in he's still trapped at the point of trauma that he experienced by way of what he witnessed growing up and i'm gonna leave it at fuck it by witnessing you know what happened to his mom growing up and having to be his mother's knight in shining armor and he's carried that with him all of his life on top of the mass amount of internalized homophobia within him and Jesus Christ, I'm telling y'all, that dude, he was so fucked up. He was so fucked up. But what it what made me like him was hell, he was very pro-black, like I am. And you know what? His internalized homophobia, I had some of those sentiments too against the my own community, the, the gay community, the black gay community, just because I don't really see us as a community too often because of the bullshit and the hypocrisy and these hierarchies and all this shit that this superficial shit that really doesn't matter. Because for me, I'm a, I know that I am a spiritual being living a human existence as we all are. However, I definitely fell into the pitfalls of internalized homophobia that was projected onto me by way of, you know, my family and the community that I grew up in, you know, the black community. Hey, you know, but it's just, yeah, he was he we, we were vibing on the same low vibrational frequency to make a long story short. We were vibing on the same low vibrational frequency and me being a virgin at the time, you know, I was just enthralled with him. But after we had sex and, you know, I had to go to the clinic with him the next day because he was so adamant that I would have been the one to that I was, you know, I had a disease possibly when it's like, nigga, I was a virgin. But your aunt convinced you that, oh, what 20 year old black gay man is a virgin? Bitch, I was, ho. But because, again, the stereotype of the hypersexual, the hypersexualization and this need to just fuck, 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 fuck and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? That's been projected onto black gay men and what black gay men end up doing, being these hypersexual, oversexualized beings. But now everybody wants to be like, oh, well, what about my feelings? It's like, girl, make it, make fucking make your mind up. You know, I got, you know, caught up in the rapture of being accused of lying about something that was not a lie at all, you know? And so, and I've since gotten over that. It's just the fact that it's like, you know, when I think about it, starting with him. No, fuck that. Starting with my first boyfriend, going back to 2015 when I came out to my parents, starting with my first boyfriend on down to everybody, you know, Tevin being the most recent, damn near all of them have had some form of trauma that stemmed from their childhood and probably in their their teens and into their early 20s, you know, and it's just like, damn, like that shit really, that shit really, it didn't hurt. But it really had another light bulb in my head go off. Like, I know I'm probably all over the place, y'all, but just follow along with me, please. It's just that I'm really, again, y'all know me, I be having epiphanies damn near on the fucking show while I'm recording. This shit is live. I don't I don't make this shit up. This shit is off the dome. Like, this is from my heart off the dome. There, there's no script in front of me. What the fuck? Like, I've noticed a pattern. And so with that pattern that I've noticed, it's a matter of, okay, what am I going to do to break this pattern? And something that I have to do is definitely heal, which I am healing more and more each day and learn to attract men who are not broken. And if they are or if they have had something that happened to them, chances are nine times out of ten, these new set of men that I will be attracting, speaking into existence and fuck it, even Tevin, I'll throw her. I'll still bring him up. It's my fucking show. Once he heals, he'll come back around and it'll just be like again you like once you heal the energy that you put out into the universe it'll always come back to you so when you do good onto others and you do right and good by yourself and by others that shit is going to come back to you tenfold when you're a negative toxic person like the people who i've met many of that shit will always come back to them but when you are and then on top of that when you are healing the universe is picking up on that and seeing that okay you're ready to move forward you're ready to move on and let go of the past you're no longer letting the past define you you're no longer letting the past determine who you are today and you're not even going to let the past determine who you're going to be in the future 
okay, you're ready for the next level. Ready player one, you know what I'm saying? And of course, I'm player one looking for my player two. However, um, <laughs> the universe just pays attention to patterns and studies patterns. So why is it that we as humans are not doing the same thing? We have to do the same thing and study patterns in order to realize, okay, if I'm messing with the same type of man who is fucking me over, this, that, and the third, Yes, it is something wrong with them, but there's something going on with me internally. And a lot of us don't want to do that. A lot of people don't want to look in the mirror and realize, ooh, girl, or damn, nigga, I'm, or man, I am the problem. It's, ooh, excuse me, y'all, I had to lose some nachos earlier. It's me. I'm the problem. I'm part of the problem. Not the whole problem in its entirety, but goddammit, I'm part of the problem. And a lot of people cannot sit with that. They, 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 they can't. They can't sit with that because, again, and that's what this pandemic has really made a lot of us do is be beside ourselves. And when you are beside yourself, you have to then you, when you are beside yourself, everything comes back to you tenfold. All the memories, everything from shit from high school to when you were seven or eight or when, you know, what I'm saying from grade school to junior high to high school to college, whatever the case is, secondary school, whatever the fuck, everything comes back and you're just like, bitch. What the fuck was I doing? What the fuck was I doing, yo? Like, I was out here operating so wild. And why? Why was I doing that? You know, it's like, man, people, people, uh, I'm not going to say people, I'm not going to say that folks are in for a rude awakening unless you have been a rude individual, then yes. But a lot of people, whether it's myself or other friends of mine or even someone like Tevin or those of you out there listening, we're all going through this mass awakening but it's also in the spirit of enlightenment where we are all coming to the crossroad and we are uh we are all coming to the crossroad and (sighs) a lot of people it's a do or die type of thing in a metaphorical spiritual sense hear me out it's a do or die mentality where if you're willing to do the work the road will open for you but if you are refusing to do the work, you're going to die spiritually, emotionally, mentally, financially, metaphysically, and then, of course, physically. And so many people who are just choosing to die because and it's not they're they're unknowingly and unconsciously, but also subconsciously choosing death over doing the work. Because to do shadow work, I'm telling y'all, as I've mentioned it before, it's not a pretty, it's not a pretty thing. Because you have to then accept all the bad about you, the hypocrisies, the, the things that you try to hide. You have to accept all of that. And then work on that as well. Just because you've accepted don't mean that you gotta let it keep ruling you. Like I've been quite look, I've been battling several different addictions behind the fucking scenes. Trust me. And whether it's, you know, an, uh, an addiction to porn, whether it's a uh, shit battling alcoholism, whether it's even shit, even uh, what else am I battling? Child? Just a lot of hypocrisies. Shit, I ain't going to say weed has been a problem for me. No, my problem was I was over consuming it to the point where I couldn't even feel my highs anymore. And child, y'all, look, if you know, if you are a weed connoisseur, an edible connoisseur, that shit is expensive. So I was like, bitch, no, I'm going to stop overutilizing something that I do enjoy doing. I love getting high. I'm not going to lie to y'all the fuck, but I'm not going to keep overindulging to where it's like, bitch, I can't even feel the shit no more. And I'm just sitting here regular degular. The fuck? Like, I like to have a fun time, giggle, laugh, dance, feel on my body, feel all sexy, make little funny dance videos, do my little impromptu and sexy photo shoots. If you're one of my homies and homegirls, you've seen the pictures. And, I'll, of course, I upload stuff on Fanbase and IG. Duh. But, no, for real, though, like, I've had to, like, stop doing that. Um, I've been doing my semen retention and just being on an anti-porn uh, cleanse and binge, if you will, because I don't want to be one of these guys out here who is suffering from ED in their 20s and 30s and has to literally watch porn just to get off like fucking Hugh Hefner was doing. Like, you know, like, you know, like, I don't want to be like that. Again, when you want better for yourself and you're really, really fighting hard, because trust me, the temptation is there. But when you recognize the patterns and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to overcome these patterns. These patterns will not fucking define me. I'm going to be the change that I want to see, not just in the world, but goddamn it for myself. I want to be the change that 17-year-old Arkir needed. The change that 7-year-old Arkir needed. 
to see that, yo, you don't have to end up like those around you. You don't you can be better. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to keep holding on to what this motherfucker did to you, what this what this ex-friend did to you, what this former friend did to you, what this nigga did to you. You can let that shit go and make peace with it, you know, because that's been another problem with me. A pattern with me is that I would hold on to shit. And it's only been since last year that I've gone into this year and beyond that I've been just learning to release shit. And again, I know shit, episodes four and five, I, whew, Jesus Christ, I released but I had to do that because it's like, I'm not going to keep holding this shit in. Those who know me, y'all know the story. Y'all know what the cokehead and crazy Joe did. They know what they did too. And it's just like, yo, y'all just better pray that I never fucking run into y'all. These, this is going to be one of the last motherfucking times I bring y'all, y'all fucking names up because, you know, it's like, I ain't got, I no longer right now. Like, yeah, I just cursed and there was a little anger with that cursing, but other than that, I'm just like, man, I pity you motherfuckers at this point. I pity y'all because things could have been so much different if y'all did not let y'all traumas and whatever the fuck, the pattern, you know, the traumas fuck y'all up to where the patterns, even them, their patterns went unnoticed to me. But once I caught on to their patterns, it was like, oh, fuck. And I was beating myself up about it. But again, you live and you learn. So I'm saying to study the patterns of others, but be sure that you're studying your own patterns and just learn to accept yourself and, you know, study patterns over apologies because anybody can apologize. But if they haven't changed their behavior, then that apology don't mean shit. That was just an excuse to let you to allow for you to let them back in. And you don't need that. Be better. Do better. And again, catch your patterns early. I'm 26 and I got rid of, and I'm, and I love getting rid of toxic people now. I'm 26 and I'm no longer afraid of losing friends who, again, bitch, if you were my fucking friend, you would understand why I need to self-isolate for a while. Not on some COVID shit, but goddamn it, I just need to isolate on some spiritual shit because where I'm headed next, only time will tell if your ass gonna be on the other side at the finish, waiting for, you know, on the other side you know, and we finna make it to the finish line, or if I need to drop you off, like I just had to do somebody right now, you know, and it's unfortunate, but it's like that person, I had to wake up to their pattern, it's like that person used me, used me for my anger, used me for my turn up energy, used me, and then didn't want to fucking help me out when I needed it the most, and I ain't gonna lie, that shit has had me hot since last week, fuck it, Sage, you know, I just apologized to her on the, what, what what was it, episode four, after me and her had a fallout, but she used me for what is now the last time to for, for a situation that I never should have got involved in, but because we were friends, I did, girl, you used me for the last time, and you're mad because I finally woke up in the, during the fucking witching hour one night, and went off on your ass, and rightfully so, and I did it Knowing that, yeah, you finna be mad, you finna block me, we not gonna talk again, but sweetheart, you can only run from the truth for so long. You're a user, and you've used me, your best friend, for the last fucking time. So if you drop dead, or if something happens to you, if I do shed a tear, it'll be over the good times. And it'll be because, damn, we ended on a bad note. When all you had to do was do right by me, and we could have parted ways on a more respectful note. But you know what? It is what it is. So again, study patterns of yourself and of others, those around you, be it friends, be it lovers, hell, even fuck buddies and friends with benefits. Study those fucking patterns and and talk to yourself about, hey, how do I want to be treated? Is this what I want to go through for the rest of my life, for the, the rest of my days? Or do I want better for me? And when you want better and you choose better, again, the universe is going to see fit study these patterns you know what that's what this segment will be called patterns at the crossroads because the crossroads we're all at it we're all at our own crossroads we're all within our own storms stormy patterns at the cross whatever the fuck i'm entitled to this damn segment because this is some real shit i'm telling y'all study patterns and just believe yourself and believe people the first time they show you their true colors 
Stop trying to overlook it and be like, oh, I love him. I love her. Oh, we friends. Child, somebody being friends with you don't give them the excuse to curse you out and belittle you all the damn time. Somebody loving you don't give them, don't give them the excuse to abuse you and throw shit at you and yell at you and even rape you because people can't get sexually assaulted in their relationships and even in marriages. It doesn't give it doesn't give them the excuse to do that because they love you. That's not love. That's abuse. That's control. And it, and by, it's by time that a lot of us whew, break that pattern. I know so many friends who, well, shit, not even so many friends because a lot of them are we're, are now former friends. But the ones who are really friends, who have been through some fucked up shit, and I've you know had to help them on the other get to the other side. And it's been it's been a challenging thing. Yes, they have their good days. They have they have their not so good days. But I'm there for them, and they're there for me. Cause I oh Jesus Christ, y'all, this year really shook some shit up for me. And knowing what I know now, if I could change certain things, I would really. And this is just before I close out this segment. I would just really only change the situation with me and Tevin. I would have protected him on a more spiritual level because. Again, not in the sense of trying to heal him or fix him or save him, but just in the sense of blessing and praying over our bond that we were forming. Because if I would have known the enemies that were that were just right, right beside me, oh, Jesus Christ, y'all, I would have did so much better. I would have did so much better. I would have did so much better. But I've been making peace with it slowly but surely. That's like, hey, it happened, but shit. It is what it is. Hell, he recently saw the messages I had sent him, and it wasn't no angry messages. It was just messages um, of, hey, I miss you. I miss our connection. I miss our bond. And I definitely let him know that me and the cokehead bitch, of course, I didn't call her that to him, but um, I let him know that me and the cokehead are no longer friends anymore. And I even gave him the heads up. I would not recommend you talking to her either. You know, but again, to each his own. He can do with that information what he wants to. But yeah, him seeing those messages, I was just like, oh, okay, well, shit. Hey, again, you still didn't block me, so ha, ha, ha. But (laughs) I don't know, y'all. It's just something about that that it's like, damn, a nigga still didn't block me. Not that I want him to, but it's just like, damn, you do miss me, but you got some shit going on, as do I, so I'm going to just let that be what it's going to be. But just, um, yeah, I I would just fix that. But other than that, now I'm just studying my own patterns I'm really not helping too many of my friends anymore with they shit. Cause I look, I tell them like this, if you want me to help you, that's going to cost. And I'm dead ass. He, he, no, I'm not laughing. This is dead ass. Cause I'm, I've been giving out too much free game for a long time. It's like, Hey, you want you, you want my help? I'm going to charge you or I'm going to recommend this other person who's a more advanced and experienced uh, conjurer man uh, by the name of James E. Stewart, a.k.a. The Conjure Clearing, well, Cleaning, and he has a wonderful shop on Esty. And, you know, you can buy all of these different oils and things and products from him that I use on myself. And when I tell y'all this shit works... You can believe me, this shit works. This is not a, this is even even a promo or ad or nothing like that. No, girl, this shit works, okay? This shit works. But anyway, um, that's all I really got on this segment. I, you know, however this episode Taryn turns out or pans out, it's going to help somebody because, yeah, I can come to y'all giving y'all the rah, rah, rah energy, but man, after them two episodes, I had to put my damn Shell Khan crown down because I was really on some Shell Khan finish him type energy and i was like i'm disgusted at the fact that i really stooped to for a moment i stooped to their level and i put that energy out there but in the same breath it's like yo better i do it here in the safety of this podcast versus in their face where I, where some shit could have happened and i would end up being in prison right now you know um because hell my saturn's in the 12th house and the 12th house rules hospitals and asylums and prisons and graveyards and i'm like oh oh, and rehabs and i wouldn't know prisons rehabs and uh hospitals and i'm like you know what don't want any three any of those three in my life right now or ever so i'm going to keep my shit in check and as i've stated earlier i'm going to be uh trying out therapy next month uh next year so that'll be interesting and yeah but i'm still gonna be here for you guys because y'all need me and I love y'all, and should I need y'all support as well? We support each other. We see each other, in the, in the words of Ken, uh, Candy Burris and Nene Leaks. We see each other. <laughs> so, yeah. But, anywho, 
Love y'all lots, and I will be right back after this message from our sponsor over at Black and Ugly. You already know, Black and Ugly, it's everything that you think it's not. Peace. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G., Black and Ugly as Ever, However... So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour, Prince Onyx, sent you. Ow. Hey guys, welcome back once again. And that will have to do for the end of this episode, episode six of the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy, Prince Onyx. Again, I pray that with this episode, you guys were really able to soak in what I was saying about, you know, forgiving yourself and the process within that. And just, you know, understanding the path that you walk on while also acknowledging the path that others walk on and just move forward in healing. Again, this is a much calmer Prince Onyx versus the rah, 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 rah Prince Onyx that we are all used to, including myself. However, know that this too shall pass and I will see all of you lovely people and cannot wait to hear from you lovely people and see your responses in the next episode. Peace out.